This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ एन एल हफ्ता फ्रॉम वेरी ह्यूमिड डेली नॉट जस्ट डेली वेरी हॉट एंड ह्यूमिड वर्ल्ड आई कॉट हेडलाइन टूडे विच आई वॉज एक्चुअली जस्ट डिस्कसिंग विद आर गेस्ट टूडे दैट दिस हैज बिन द हॉटेस्ट द वर्ल्ड हैज एवर बिन दिस ऑगस्ट लाइक एवर नो इफ यू रियली वॉन्ट टू यू नो फील द हीट जस्ट वॉच यू एस ओपन and oh. most of the players they are just wearing out and they are not able to play i thought you were you were saying if you really want to feel the heat get into journalism no <laughs> absolutely absolutely that heat we have been facing for so many years <laughs> nothing yeah. new so um before i get into the headlines uh, i'd like to introduce our guests today uh joining us in the studio is zoya hasan thank you so much ma'am for coming pleasure ms hasan is an academic a writer political scientist she was formerly professor of political science and dean of the school of social sciences at the jawaharlal nehru university also she has been a teacher to our editor in chief <laughs> raman kripal <laughs> yes indeed i was really looking forward to meet her. so what did she teach you sir uh we i was in center of political studies mm-hmm. i was doing mphil Mm-hmm. and uh, she was one of my teachers i see teaching us sure. great so he keeps saying that he used to top everyone used to say he's I the best i never said that <laughs> is that true <laughs> i never said that i i was okay, in I'm du lying. till my post graduation <laughs> but uh, she's also a member of the national commission of minorities I from 2006 to 2009 yes for 3 years 4 years and you've published uh, you're published in a variety of uh, you know publications uh, on the issues of equity social justice and minorities and your piece in the tribune most recently was one nation one election an undemocratic idea which we will discuss in some more detail uh, when our next guest joins us who will be joining us soon uh, which is dr sy kureshi the former chief election commissioner of india i shall introduce him when he joins us also joining us in the studio is editor chief raman kripal Hi. i'm abhinandan sekri and missing in action today is manisha pande you can find her on the charcha this week because this week she's going to be on charcha and not hafta because we are like kind of circulating some of the podcasts that we attend so um before i tell you the headlines i hope you will top up our nl sena projects after the last week's appeal i'm happy to note that the project on climate disasters in the hills done by ridesh joshi has almost been topped up but while i'm recording this it's almost it's not entirely topped up while the project is finished we've had about what a dozen stories come out of that yeah. six eight stories if yeah. not more yeah so uh, he was traveling for 10 days longer no longer and he was also stuck there for a while because of yeah. landslides yeah so such journalism takes time effort energy we don't take any advertising from governments or corporations we depend on you so we hope you will top up both our nl sena projects now coming to the headlines Political row has erupted after the government sent out a G20 summit div- dinner invitation in the name of President of Bharat and not as usually it goes President of India this has led to somewhat of a jostling and between the opposition coalition that calls itself India uh you you have a view on that what do you what do you think of this entire rebranding is it this is in a way their attempt to reappropriate nationalism uh, which is what they uh, which is what india was trying to do i mean the mm. india formation or the india block what i think the ruling party is doing is to regain their monopoly 
over nationalism and also i think this whole idea it, it it's it's not just a question of naming or renaming it is part of a certain cultural agenda as well i mean absolutely i mean this whole business of bharat versus india mr mohan bhagwat gave a speech as recently in, uh, in guwahati he yeah. spoke in guwahati where he clearly said that uh, we should use the word bharat and whether that is accepted by others or not it doesn't really matter and that was as recently as perhaps only a week ago yeah. and soon thereafter uh, they they followed up but i think the the original provocation in my view is uh, is the uh, naming of the opposition no, alliance no absolutely i have no doubt about uh, that as uh, as india so i think india and bharat is also uh, signals a certain cultural agenda a kind of a democracy and federalism in india do go together mm. and this idea is is essentially unfederal if not antifederal I mean although I'm sure all of you as know who you are but because that is the convention I shall introduce you formally you are an author and civil servant you served as the 17th chief election commissioner of India you were secretary in the ministry of youth affairs and sport and special secretary health and director general of the national aids control organization uh, Dr Kureshi has published a number of books and articles on issues related to democracy elections HIV AIDS family planning and women and child development He is the author of the book An Undocumented Wonder The Making of the Great Indian Election. The link is in the show notes below. You can click on it and it will take you to the Amazon page where you can buy it directly and read about it. So before we get into the specific election related issue the making of great in election what can our listeners and viewers expect when they read this book the logistical organization on something of that scale or or, or the other internal workings of the election commission you are talking about my the original book undocumented wonder yes correct yeah yeah that uh, in a way complete book because the start historically the evolution uh, the birth of the election commission the evolution of the election commission how it is working now what are the reforms we are uh, looking for in the future so it take a complete book in itself and uh, it has gone into five editions the fifth one is a paperback which i have been insisting so that it is cheaper and can reach more people finally they agreed the publisher was in uh, saying that since the hard cover is selling why should we go paperback i hmm. said no you if you make it cheaper more people can afford it finally they did respecting my wishes and delayed but so uh, that's great so now um i would like to uh, request you know Professor uh, Zoya Hassan to tell us you have written an article one nation one election an undemocratic idea so we'll come to the logistics and the cost save etc later and we have the most accomplished and wonderful panel to discuss this but briefly why do you think it's an undemocratic idea I think there are two uh, two issues one which we will discuss later which it just seems impractical and Uh, unfeasible and also prob- not right for a parliamentary system which is based on a ruling party getting a majority and once it loses a majority elections have to be called hmm. whereas if you have uh, one uh, one nation one election idea then clearly you have to have a fixed term for the lok sabha and the vidhan sabhas now that itself is problematic so i think uh, there is there are these issues that is there something that is relevant uh, it is not re- relevant and it cannot really be done and should not be done for a parliamentary system so if you are asking me what is undemocratic about it it is undemocratic precisely because 
Of course, the estimate was that in the last election, according to CMS, 60,000 crores were spent by the party. Don't not talk, uh, not talking of 4,000 crores of the election management. Now, 4,000 crores is not even worth discussing for the largest democracy in the world. Now, 60,000 crores. Is it, uh, do we need to uh, uh, cut, uh, cut it short? I uh, There is a point of view and I subscribe. Actually, this is a very good expenditure. This is a money which is going from politicians to the poor people, right. to the laborers, right. to the painters. So the black money or the white money of a politician, if it is getting recycled, recycled that's a great thing. Why should we cut it? In fact, uh, I uh, once uh, had gone to one youth parliament in Pune and one girl from Chhattisgarh made a very interesting, uh, uh, came out with a slogan which uh, uh, I have repeated many times. If elections are held in Gujarat, they do not affect, I mean, let's say elections were held uh, in Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh together. They're often clubbed mm. together because their assemblies uh, come into existence at the same time. Now, if elections are held in Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh, it does not uh, affect governance in Manipur or governance in, uh, in West Bengal. And likewise, when elections are held in Punjab, uh, they they do not affect uh, affect governance in Tamil Nadu. So I think this whole idea that governance is 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 affected by multiple elections is I think is wrong. Now, what is problematic, and I think that is what is behind this whole idea, is that so long as there was simultaneous election, it worked well. But the moment the committee started falling prematurely. They, they got segregated. It had to happen. And why not? Secondly, as uh, the Zohaji pointed out, and I'll take it a little further, there were five by-elections yesterday. You as a media person, hmm. perhaps may know, but I'll ask you to name the, those constituencies to me. Well, actually, now, I know what, what is in UP because uh, I have them written down in my notes. So I'll have to cheat. No, no, so you may, <laughs> no, but what the point I'm trying to make is, if an election is happening even in Ghaziabad, hmm. it doesn't affect your health in Delhi. Right. If it uh, it doesn't affect me, yeah, somebody you know, point. some everyone, some place in the country election is always happening. So what? Who does it affect? Only the election commission because wherever the election, we have to be there, and it affects political leadership because they have to win that election. And the third by affected party could be media. And if there are no frequent elections, you will go out of a job. At least it gives you some work opportunity. Hmm. That uh, repeated <laughs> election. So who is complaining? If you want to bring in any changes, you need to do some kind of study. So I see very clearly see that a study is missing. How, on what basis we are saying that it is going to you know cost us? Uh, I mean the present. What is the other cost benefit analysis? So what kind of analysis? What kind of study you have given to uh, you know this eight member committee? And uh, on what basis they are going to, you know, uh, come up with these suggestions. So, first of all, the study is missing. Second, as uh, uh, Dr. Qureshi was talking about uh, this uh, double engine ka sarkar. Strategically, the India bloc coming together was something many people would did not think possible. You know, Mamta, Stalin, Kejriwal, it, it happened. Now, I think, I, I, you know, I don't like to predict elections, etc. But... One thing is certain, if the India bloc fights together, it is going to be very difficult for Mr. Modi to get an absolute majority. Mm. Because the way the votes get divided, and you know you have data for that, in some seats they won 50%, but even the participation will come down. It is very difficult, I think, for anyone 
party to win it if everybody else is fighting together. Now that happened. That obviously has made Mr. Modi nervous and the BJP nervous, which is why this whole attack on India, India versus Bharat, kar do that whole mm. thing. I think the but both these things. But but most importantly, uh, I had uh, you know uh, one specific question based on one of the headlines today, uh, Dr. Koreshi, that uh, from Hassan. Uh, the former prime minister's uh, grandson has been disqualified because in his affidavit he had misstated or incorrectly stated his assets now that he has been uh, you know uh, disqualified how does the election commission decide ki bhai this is disqualification worthy material this is not you remember mr chidambaram the election in 2009 hmm. was challenged in election petition and uh, two elections have gone by till today we do not have the result so that makes mockery of judicial system so somewhere it is judiciary which is failing how does it expect uh, to uh, to pass a legislation on this knowing very well that most uh, that the opposition parties are opposing it i mean they are very clear they've all criticized yeah but i think they can manage that like navin patnaik you know i think no but two thirds a, a combination no, of two thirds Yeah, but you never know. Two what, thirds what. is uh, is difficult, yeah. and then how are they going to uh, deal with? Well, they pulled it off in the case of Delhi, right? No, but Delhi that was different. Mm. I mean, that was something. No, but different. they they have a bent of mind. They want they can pull pull off anything. I think That's they the should. They we ought to be discussing, and we can probably. Like Doctor Kureishi uh, said that the five five uh, articles that they need to amend. Yeah. Mandate of this committee is much wider. and i'm very happy that this uh, committee is not just uh, looking at uh, simultaneous election between lok sabha and vidha uh, vidhan sabha only it has uh, taken it, it has to take into consideration panchayat elections as well mm. uh, which were missing from the debate for for such a long time now 30 lakh elected people uh, taken out and then uh, parliamentary commission niti aayog they are talking of only vidhan sabha Vidhan Sabha has four thousand one hundred and twenty MLAs, and then five forty-three MPs from thirty lakh plus. You have brought it down to four thousand, and there also the committee say that okay, if uh, once in five years is not feasible, let us do twice in five years. Bhaiya, ठीक ठीक लगाओ. I think the blueprint is already ready. Hmm. This committee is a. complete fast mm. it's an eye wash the blueprint has already been given to them mm. and they are not even discussing the implementation of it i think uh, if the idea of having one nation one election which i mean as i read it it is one nation one leader Hmm. Pretty much one yeah. election. It's hawa mehfil bana rahe hain. They're yeah. warming up for yeah. for whatever so, they want to say. Basically, one everything. Yeah, basically uh, the, the singularity. So, so, so I think the prime minister visited uh, Karnataka thirty four times, hmm. and uh, if uh, they could manipulate the EVM, do you think they would have spared it? So therefore, the Karnataka is a certificate for EVM. A Bengal election is a certificate. Not long ago, Himachal Pradesh, De- uh, Delhi, Punjab. they would have given themselves double digits at least. <laughs> yeah, no, but they're quite right. Therefore, to say <laughs> EVM can be benefited. The other issue is the word VVPAT. I have said many times that although. Bus, मुफ्त में इतना इच मिलेगा. For the full uncut podcast, subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. The best way to listen to the Hafta and indeed all our podcasts is through the News Laundry app. You can download the app by clicking 
on the links given in the show notes. So do download our app and get the best podcast experience. And also pay for news and support a new news media ecosystem that News Laundry is trying to encourage, where we are accountable to you because we run on contributions that you make. We don't take government ads, we don't take corporations ads, so that news serves the public because when the public pays, the public is served. Subscribe to News Laundry, click on the link in the show notes below and proudly say, I pay to keep news free.